Pod People. Relax. Welcome to Ghost Honeys Dream Machine. Greetings, gentle listeners. Do you ever sleep? When you sleep, do you sometimes dream? Then, congratulations, you're at the right place. If maybe you don't sleep or dream, then don't worry. You can still stay. If you have a dream you would like to send in and have me read on the podcast, you can send it in to me through the link I have in my bio across all my social media platforms. It can be a short dream, a long dream, a happy dream or sad dream, or a downright incoherent, wildly weird fever dream that has been haunting you for years. I love them all. Our first dream of the episode comes from Nyota, N-Y-O-T-A, and it's short, but it's a good one. My dreams are always so strange. Once I had a dream that I was cursed, and I had 24 hours to find true love or I would die. But part of the curse was that every time I tried to talk to a love interest, Elton John would appear from nowhere and sing, Can You Feel the Love Tonight? which kept putting people off and no one fell in love with me. Frowny face. Oh no. (laughs) I feel like if it were the right person, Elton John appearing out of nowhere singing Can You Feel the Love Tonight would only seal the deal. If they're scared off by Elton John, then maybe they're not the one. This next dream comes in from Yummy Bear. Or is this Yumi Bear? Let me know. So ever since I was little, I know this sounds crazy. I've known that I'm a dreamwalker. It's very common to us natives. Anyway, so every time I'm in an emotional state or in need of comfort, I dream about my dead relatives. My family has been fighting a lot over the past years, and my grandfather used to be the peacemaker. He's no longer with us anymore, so now it's my job. So one time, I was dreaming. I was walking on the sidewalk, very casually, but the sky seemed different. I also looked like a younger version of myself as well. Probably like my 10-year-old self. So my grandfather pulls up in my mom's old car that he bought her in the 80s. I'm not good with cars, so I'll just describe it to you. It was a bluish silver chrome looking car that had gray interior with a white skinny bumpy wheel. My grandfather spoke fluent Spanish, so I'll just translate as I go to LOL. So I'm walking down the sidewalk somewhere and he rolls up to me. I turn and look and he's smiling at me. He also looked like a younger version of himself. He had all his teeth, his brown skin wasn't as wrinkled or pale and his hair was in a big pompadour style, with not as many silver hairs as his later days, with a full gray mustache. He says, Hi, Miha, little girl in English. 
get in. And I was so excited. I smiled super big and pulled the silver handle on the door and jumped in the car. I asked him, Fatha, which is what we all called him, what are you doing here? He said nothing and reached over and held my hand. So I didn't say anything either, and I just held his hand with both of mine. We drove for a while and ended up at an IHOP. He pulled into a parking spot. Outside the window, I saw my grandmother, aunt, mom, and my sister. He looked over at them and looked back at me, and he said, get out and fix that. I said, them? They're crazy, I can't do anything. And then he said, Miha, you need to fix this. I have to go now. I started crying and asked him where he's going. And he smiled at me and kissed my hand, then reached over me to open the door. I got out so confused and I yelled at him, you can't leave me here, I need you. He said, you don't need me, but I'll always be here when you feel alone. I walked over to my family who was standing outside of IHOP, full of tears and watched him drive away. I woke up bawling my eyes out because at this time I was in a very depressed cycle of my life where I felt so alone. It felt good to have him visit me, but it also hurt watching him drive away. It's been years since I've had this dream and anytime I'm back there mentally, he comes to visit me. And honestly, it helps me every single time. I cry always, lol, but I need him still to this day. Oh, Yumi Bear, I'm so sorry for your loss, but I've always felt that our loved ones never truly leave us. It sounds like your grandfather is still looking out for you, and that's beautiful. I hope you and your family are well. Maybe you should all go have a big breakfast together at IHOP. I love that IHOP was a part of your dream. I feel like pancakes could be healing. Fear not, gentle listeners. Ghost Honey's Dream Machine will be right back after the break. And now, gentle listeners, back to your regularly scheduled dream. This next dream comes from Jessix. I'm not sure if your name is Jessix or Jessica. A and S are really close on the keyboard, but Jessix sounds beautiful and cool, and that's how you wrote it, so I'm going to continue like that. Here is Jessix's dream. I dreamt that I was a vampire in the 1800s and lived in a village with other vampires. One day, Vikings came and burned the village down along with a lot of the vampires. The rest of us fled to the woods, but I needed to find out more about who attacked us to get revenge. My sidekick and I portaled into the town hall, which was transformed into an ashy prison. In the darkness, I found a glowing green amulet, which I could sense was important. Then we stumbled upon a modern day scientist reviewing his experiments with a lab assistant. He crossed off experiment number 185 from his list and circled experiment number 35. I got the sense that he was important and would help us, but my sidekick was sure that he was evil and part of the Viking clan. It turns out I was experiment number 35, and the amulet bonded with my soul, giving me great powers. 
The intention was nefarious on the part of the scientist, so my sidekick was right. But I used the power to defeat the Vikings and my scientist creator. I could fly and was super strong and could shoot heat beams from my palms. Woof. Jessix, did you know Stephanie Meyer wrote Twilight after she had a hot dream about a beautiful and sparkly boy? I'm just saying you have a lot of material right here. Throw in a little kissing with the scientist and this is the next big young adult series in my humble opinion. All right, gentle listeners, these next two dreams come from Chelsea. I've always had wild sci-fi slash horror dreams ever since I was little. In these dreams, I can never run forward because my legs feel like they weigh a thousand pounds. Like the feeling of walking through waist-high water, you know? But the strange thing is that I can run backwards just fine. So I always have to run backwards away from whatever is chasing me. Vampires, witches, serial murderers, etc. Meaning I have to look at what is chasing me. I'm always eventually chased when I have this style of dream. Even if I'm driving in a car, driving forward feels like driving up a really steep hill, but I can drive fine in reverse. One time, I had a dream that I was in an elementary school in the middle of farmland, which was being overrun by a robot alien invasion. Blah, blah, blah. Skip to the part where I run away backwards, obviously, and hide behind a shed. One of the robots finds me, and we instantly feel connected. I love him, and he loves me. You didn't see that twist coming, did you? Many of my dreams also have some weird erotic twist. He grabs me and holds me tight and tells me that he loves me, but cannot let me live. I tell him, I understand. We make love. And then he lets me go. It was so hot. <laughs> Chelsea, this is it. I'm going to partner you up with Jessix. And I think if you two collaborate, you could come up with something really unique and beautiful, but also equal parts weird and erotic. Can you even imagine it? 18th century vampire falls in love with a robot alien. Come on, it writes itself. Our final dream comes from Corinne. I used to have this reoccurring dream where I would go down into the basement of my house and lay on the floor. And the floor was somewhat transparent and there was a whole ocean you could see underneath the house for some reason. But this whale would come meet me in there every night and swim under the house. And I would talk to him and whale, of course, and he would respond back to me. I never like actually saw the whale though. He was more of a giant shadow swimming underneath me, singing his whale songs. But I would just lay there on my back and howl to him. I had this dream so often, it was like a normal thing for me to just go to sleep and talk to a whale every night. One night, he didn't show up though, and I stopped having that dream after that. But I still think about my whale friend a lot. I hope he's still out there somewhere, doing whale things, you know? 
Wow, Corinne. I hope you get that dream again one day and get to talk to your whale friend. I wonder why he stopped coming. Maybe he was like, My work here is done. You're gonna be fine, kid. And he's gone off to swim in some other kid's basement to be their whale friend. You really painted a picture, though. I feel like you and whales might have some strong spiritual connection. Wow, what a thrilling and beautiful collection of dreams. Let's see what our friend the moon thinks about your ventures through the subconscious. Hi, moon. What did you think about this batch of dreams? Did any of them stand out to you in particular? The whales do not sing because they have an answer. They sing because they have a song. Gregory Colbert. Hey, Moon. You strike me as the type of person, or the type of celestial body, I guess, that would have a large collection of whale songs on CD. I love to support the arts and talk to my friends, the whales. Sometimes I feel like they know me best. You can speak to whales? Sure. All you have to do is listen. Wow. Hey, Moon, you never cease to amaze me. Do you think I could learn to speak whale? Hmm, no offense, but I don't think you have the range. Uh, I think I could speak to whales if I applied myself and maybe got a vocal coach? If you listen to anything for 50 million years, you too would understand exactly what they're saying. Okay. I'm not gonna give up. Sure, honey. Sure. Gentle listeners, I hope you have a restful night ahead of you. And if you ever break the ancient language that is whale, don't be shy. Feel free to share it with the rest of the class. Sweet dreams. Ghost Honey Stream Machine was written by me, Tyler Gesa. It was co-created by me and my friends at Pod People, who make this lovely little podcast come to life. Rachel King, Matt Saff, Chris Jacobs, Danielle Roth, Morgan Foose, and Anne Fuse. Special thanks to Barbara Jones and Mark Fisher at Outshine Talent and all my family and friends. If you love Ghost Honey's Dream Machine, the best thing you can do is share it with a friend. And if you're an overachiever, please leave a glowing review and rate us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can follow me at Ghost Honey on TikTok and at Tyler Gesa everywhere else to stay tuned on all Dream Machine news. And please, if you feel so inclined, go ahead and submit your own dreams at the link in any of my social media bios. I may include it in an upcoming episode. Bye for now.